Hello and welcome to the debrief after Aberdeen won at St Johnston nil on the 10th of April 2021. Uh, well, Martin, that uh, first half we've been bemoaning, obviously, the, the lack of goals this season. Um, we went one further in that first half by regressing to a point where we created absolutely nothing. It was desperate stuff. It really, it really was just, you know... We've been we've been complaining about a lack of quality for a while, um, and that was that was really poor stuff. Just you know, Xander Clark had so little to do. Um, I think it was I think it was about twenty minutes before he even got a touch, didn't he? I'm afraid to pick it up anyway. Um, just just the say the the first half particularly. I mean, we can come to the second half because it was a lot better in the second half. I thought, but that first half just the same old problems that we've seen. Um, you know, perhaps. Perhaps I think the last couple of games we've maybe seen something where we're trying to implement and implement something new that's part coming from Stephen Glass um, and it's not translating properly. Um, I guess we'll find that out next week and see how far that goes. But that first half was as bad as I've seen. I mean, I, I hate to keep banging on about it because no, no, there was a few really poor performers. But yet again, so disappointed in Matty Kennedy. I don't know what he was, what he was playing at the first half. Thought Ross McCrory really struggled, wasted at full back again, um, and we just didn't seem to we didn't seem to create anything other than trying sort of lazy lazy balls at down into the channels. Well, I think there were there were some definite tactical issues with what we were attempting to do in that first half. Definitely didn't help some of the players um, and certainly any of the front three in particular. But again, I thought the choice of Canberry as lone striker was. Interesting, to put it mildly. Um, I think partly maybe that's because there's still a bit of concern over Fraser Hornby's fitness, and obviously Callum Hendry wasn't available today, but he, he's not a lone striker. He's never been a lone striker. I thought I was actually really disappointed to see um, Calvin Ramsey drop to the bench to accommodate Ross McCurry at right back. And I know that St Johnston have had a good 2021. Today's defeat is the first one other than two Celtic or the Rangers uh, this year. In fact, first defeat since we beat them um, at Petaudry back in December. Um, but seeing Ramsey, who by everywhere, it wasn't just us, by everyone's view, had a, a really solid debut against obviously opponents who are much less weathered than uh, St Johnston, who are a very streetwise football team. But seeing him drop to accommodate Russell McCurry, I thought was a, was a back step that didn't need to happen. If McCurry's not been performing in midfield, then you know his place should be under consideration. There shouldn't be an accommodation for him elsewhere on the pitch. Um, there was so much wrong in that first half, though, though, tactically. Everybody just miles away from everybody else. No fluency whatsoever. 20 minutes until we actually even formulated any sort of attack, any sort of uh, consecutive touches in the opposition half. Just a, a real false start of a game, which is probably actually a complete flip reversal from a lot of what we've seen this season, where the first half have actually been okay and we failed to score and then we just run out of ideas in the second half because there were changes made at half time um, the personnel switch was one, that was Hornby coming on for Canberra and the way, he's definitely still not there, I mean there was a, a chance he had when McGinn played the ball across him from the left wing that he really should have done better with but he had a, a minor involvement in the goal and it was an important one because it's not an involvement that I think Canberra would have been able to do which would was win the flick on just to get us up the pitch, get Kennedy in a bit of space. And you signaling out Matthew Kennedy, I think, is interesting because it was a it was a good forward ball from him for the goal. He got the assist last week as well. So on a team that's 
collectively not performing. I, I, I think they, obviously you look at your attacking players there, but you know I think the focus on Kennedy. We've spoken before about where is he best utilised? Is he somebody that really can attack and some can beat fullbacks from the wings? No, I think he can do his best work in an attacking sense yeah. in the middle of the park. And I think that ball to ball to Hayes today was a very uh, good bit of play. One of the few pieces of quality on show from either side today. And uh, it, it, it was a welcome return to the old school. Johnny Hayes really just bursting through the middle. He's using his pace to beat the man and sort of bundling at home with his wrong foot. Uh, so a, a little bit of quality in a game that was distinctly lacking it. So I, I think you have to give Sheeran a little bit of credit for just getting the message across at halftime. It wasn't just about the change in person, personnel. I, I thought we were more compact, a little bit, a little bit more fluent, and certainly carried a lot more attacking threat. But, a lot, you know, anything more than zero is a lot more, of course. It really is. I mean, no, that's the one where you know you're going to hear people say, "Oh, I'd love to hear what the halftime team talk and all that kind of stuff was." He must have given him a rocket at halftime, and that. But it was it, just a case of just implementing some sort of game plan, and because there didn't seem to be one at all in the first half, and we came out, we came out in the second half, and we looked, you no, know, immediately looked that there was, they looked like there was intent to get forward and actually, you know, put their defence under pressure, and you know, I thought. So they, they, it was it was much better in the second half. Still, would have you know would have liked us to perhaps create a couple of more chances here and there. But um, I was really impressed. That, you know, that really good finish um, finish from Hayes for the goal as well. Um, you know we've been we've been looking for that for more of that from him. Um, he's been he's been hot and cold since he came back. Um, but if he's if he's capable of, and we know he is, this is the thing. We know he's capable of getting goals and getting in good positions and hurting other teams. And we we just need we need we need more that more of that from from guys like him, particularly when we're going to have you know it looks like we're going to have some you know younger players getting in the team, you know like guys like Ramsey, guys like McKenzie, you know um, Ethan Ross came on just at the death for as a time wasting sub. But these guys who are going to be coming in, you, we need guys like Johnny Hayes to do to do his best and his best work, should I say. Um, and like that today, that finish was really good. Good, a good, good getting forward. Just, you know, kind of just bullies, bullies a defender as well. He's nice and strong, which you want to see. Um, and, you know, just a little bit more of, them, more of that from Hayes would be amazing. Well, I mean, the main thing that we've seen under Sheeran, I suppose, has been this determination to play it out from the back. The, the short goal kicks, yeah. Joe Lewis being used much more often uh, to receive the ball at his feet. Um, my question is, are we actually technically accomplished, A, technically accomplished, but also right now, is this the right time to be trying implementing that when confidence is absolutely on the floor? It very nearly cost us again today, like it did at Tannadice a couple of weeks ago, with uh, Chris Kane nearly tackling the ball at Joe Lewis's feet today. Um, it was Shankland a couple of weeks ago. It's it's certainly not a style of play that I think any of our sort of half candidates. And I noticed, by the way, that Ash Taylor wasn't even in the squad today. I don't know whether he's down south finalising his move back. Um, and, and our goalkeeper is not confident with the ball to speak. That's clear. Although on the topic of Joe Lewis, I think again he's the one that uh, saves those points towards the end with a, with a fine with a fine save. I think the only other thing I want to cover, Martin, it's something that won't get any mention afterwards probably because it wasn't even picked up by the referee at the time but I thought there was an absolute shocking challenge by uh, Sean Rooney 
on uh, Jack McKenzie. Yes. He'd, he'd got a dead leg um, about 60 seconds before this incident because he was late to a 50-50 with McKenzie and he needed treatment. And that's all it was. It was a dead leg. But then, you know, the next time McKenzie gets the ball, Rooney races in and it's cowardly and it's thuggish and just nails him from behind. And it's premeditated. And it's it, it should have been an automatic yellow card, but it went completely unpunished because McKenzie was able to lay the ball off to a Don's player and play just continued. You know, we picked up three bookings for very, very minor offences today. And there's, you know, an act of premeditated foul play, which is you're going completely unpunished. It was just, it was cowardly. It was I. I mean, I thought what was quite curious is that um, obviously we had you know, Robin, Rob and Steve Tosh on commentary and you know, they were going to go overboard a little bit in the first half on the ref and the ref didn't have a great game. But then they just seemed to let that one slip by. And I know it's I know it's nothing in the grand scheme of things, but it was. And you're right, it's cowardly. It's an experienced pro seeing a young loon playing at left back and thinking, I'm, no, I'm, say, I'm going to get him, we're going to leave, leave one in here, rattle him. Uh, and maybe affect him for the rest of the game, or God forbid he has to go off or something. I mean, it yeah, was, it's, it's it's cowardly from him. I know, but it people will excuse it as yeah. People will excuse it as oh, it's just no, it's an experienced pro just letting him no, just getting giving him one back. Well, that's not not what it was. You're right. It was retributional and it was thuggish. And it is. It's just. It's just. It's a, the act of a coward as well. Um, and you know. There, there should have been some action taken. It's, I mean, that's a, it's a yellow card all day long, but it's a sort of thing that, you no, know, when a referee's having a nightmare like you know the referee did have again today, you know, you just, you know, he, he's he's going to miss, he's going to miss stuff like that because you know, they're just not very good at their jobs. Well, I just thought it was worth highlighting because, as I say, it'll go completely unnoticed and it just people have forgotten about it already. But it, it, it was just quite unpleasant. He got injured in a fifty-fifty because he was late to it, and then. Yeah, it's simply cowardly uh, on his part. And um, obviously he came closest to equalising for St. Johnson. And again, question marks over our defending there, just stopping and our two red shirts around the ball at that time, basically just allowing him the freedom to get that ahead of him. It was, it was quite disappointing. But overall, another clean sheet, three points, definitely not a quality performance. Um, a little sign of life after halftime and a little sign of maybe the way forward for this uh, team as it evolves under under the next manager who takes the reins on Tuesday. So Paul Sheeran finishes off his three games in charge uh, by <laughs> knocking off Aberdeen's first back-to-back victories since December um, and another 1-0 win um, and meaning since the Jordan have won a whole year without beating this terrible, terrible, terrible Aberdeen side. I suppose they've lifted the cup. They might think that's compensation. I don't know. Uh, so until we speak again... Um, Thanks, Martin. Cheers, Thank Richard. Thank you. And uh, come on, you Reds.